0: This is the Podcast Help Desk with Mike Dell. Is this thing on? Yep, it's on. And today we're going to talk about recording. This is Podcast Help Desk number 103. Of course, last week we talked about getting the equipment you need to record your podcast. And uh, this time we're going to talk about actually recording. So one of the things I always do when I get ready to record an episode is I make sure that I have some quiet time in a quiet space. So wherever your studio is, if it's, you know, someplace that's always quiet, you never know. You know, some people uh, do it right in their living room. And some people, you know, have a dedicated, nice, quiet space or, you know, in certain cases, the coat closet or, or whatever. But make sure you have some time. Uh, you know, if you're going to record what you think might be a half-hour episode, make sure you got about an hour. You know, that way you can sort of get prepped, get ready to go, do a few test recordings, maybe redo, you know, the beginning of the show a couple of times. Uh, like this show here, I've redone this uh, beginning three or four times. You I know, mean, just kind of getting into the mood, making sure all the, the uh, levels are set right. And just make sure that there's not a lot of noise in the room. You know, got a couple of beagles here, I had to make sure they were good to go. But it just, uh, you know, the the thing about podcasting, you know, recording your, actually recording your episode. You know, get all your equipment set up, get all your software laid out on your desktop or your computer, or if you're using a recorder, just make sure you you know how that's working and and uh, set your levels. You know, you want to be. You know, at a decent uh, level, you know, right now I'm looking at my level meter in Audition, which is what I'm reusing today to record, and I'm hitting somewhere between minus 12 and minus 6, and sometimes it peaks up to minus 3. And that seems to work out just fine, and of course I use Auphonic, which is a leveling software. Uh, that actually levels it out. So I, I do tend to record a little low, a little lower than, you know, what the uh, final product is going to be. But, you know, as far as prepping for the recording, uh, you know, a lot of times I'll do a outline of what I want to talk about, and a lot of times I'll just wing it. You know, like today, I'm just sort of winging it. Uh, you know, because we're talking about recording it, you know, it's different for each person. You know, if you're recording interviews, you know, you gotta do the uh, the whole Skype or telephone or whatever. You gotta make sure all the technology's working, make sure your guest hears you well enough and make sure that uh, you hear them well enough and you know get your levels pretty much as close to the same as you can and you know, so there's a lot of pre testing and, and whatnot that has to go into it. Uh, you know, tech technologically, you know, it's, it's a matter of whatever you're recording with, make sure it's all working and everything's set right. It's, you know, not super hard to do. Now, a lot of times what I'll do is I'll edit while I'm podcasting. So, you know, while I'm recording here, if I say something that I didn't want to say or didn't quite sound right and I want to redo it, I'll stop. I'll delete that little part and then re rerecord, you know, start the recording from there. Now, if you're doing interviews and, you know, or have a co host or whatever, you can't really do that. So, a lot of times, what I'll do is, you know, if I have an edit point, if I'm doing an interview or I have a co host and, you know, something we want to edit, you just stop and, you know, be sure to tell your guest or your your co host that, okay, we're going to stop now. And then leave a nice long blank space. You know, two, three seconds really shows up in most editors really well. It's kind of a flat line. And then you can go back and you know, you could also write down the time hack, you know, like right now it's 423, 425, 426. You know, write down roughly the the time hack of where you want to go in and edit. You know, if you edit a lot. I don't edit a lot. I do edit you know, kind of on the fly, like I said, because most of my shows are are done, you know, solo. So, you know, I can stop at any time, hit pause, go do whatever I need to do, come back, rega- you know, restart recording. Uh, you know, I can go back and edit out a section that I don't like, and that works great. Now, I don't tend to spend a lot of time in post-editing. You know, as Dave Jackson over at School of Podcasting says... Uh, it takes about four times the amount of time to produce a podcast than the length of the podcast on average. And, you know, that is variable, of course. You know, I don't spend a ton of time editing, maybe five minutes. I spend more time, you know, doing the post than I do actually editing the audio. You know, I cut the ends, I do you know, some little editing maybe, and I'll listen through it and just make sure I didn't say anything too stupid and it didn't sound too stupid. And I don't go through and cut out all the ums and ahs and all that stuff. In fact, I I have a few verbal problems that I'm attempting to work on. I say the word interesting too much. I say the word anyway too much. I also tend to do things with an a on the end like but uh or and uh that kind of thing. It's kind of a weird reason for that, you know, being that I've done some radio and and broadcast, you know, TV broadcasting whatever, dead air is forbidden or at least it used to be. But you know, as a podcaster when you're recording a little bit of dead air is not a bad thing. You know, while you're thinking up what you're going to say, like I just did there, I could have said, um, and, you know, done something like that, but I didn't. And I'm getting better at it, and, you know, 13 years in, I'm still working on my verbal ticks like that. But don't worry so much about that. If you go in and try to edit out every um, ah, uh, and you know, word that you didn't really need to throw in there just to fill space. You know, you're going to be at it a long time. Five-minute podcast, you could spend hours on a five-minute episode. Or you could do an hour-and-a-half episode, cut the ends, level it, and put it up. Just let the uh, warts fly, as, uh, you know, a lot of people do. The main takeaway that I have you know as far as recording your episode is just get in there and do it and if you have to redo it redo it and get comfortable talking into the microphone get comfortable with your technology get comfortable with the process it's going to take time as i always say your first episode's going to suck your second episode's going to suck a little less and it gets better as it goes I just started a new podcast, and then this isn't really a promo for it, but it is kind of a case study in me not taking my advice. <laughs> uh, I ended up starting a new podcast about fast food history. And it's something you know new for me. It's something that is not tech-related. It's not podcast-related. It's 100% me going in and researching a fast food chain or... You know, like the episode I'm working on now for next week is the history of the hamburger. You know, stuff like that. I love, you know, getting into these Wikipedia uh, rat holes and, you know, searching around the web for other sources and, you know, putting together a little 15, 20-minute episode about whatever fast food place. But what I mean by not taking my own advice is since I've started that podcast, I've been obsessed with stats. Since I've started that podcast, I actually decided I was going to do it on a schedule. So now I'm taking, not taking my own advice in uh, being on a schedule. And did you notice I said, and uh, I've got to stop that. Stop it. But, you know, that's what I do sometimes just because, you know, I need to relearn this stuff myself. So it's a good exercise in promoting a brand new show that is completely unrelated to anything I've done. It's not really, re- you know, I'm not trying to promote it, and you know, to my existing audience. Although you will hear about it, you did just hear about it. It's called Fast Food History at uh, fastfoodhistory.org or .com. I guess it doesn't matter. I got both, and they both go to the same place. Now, with the technology, I did take my own advice. I you know, do, using a WordPress site and doing, uh, blueberry hosting and all that stuff. So, you know, all the technical stuff is done the way I normally do. It It's kind of crazy. I started that morning. I got, uh, well, here, let me start the story from the beginning. Why not? Uh, last month, November was Napod Pomo or national podcast posting month. It's kind of a, thing that podcasters have been doing for 10 years and it's where you post an episode every day for the month of november so 30 episodes in 30 days and he did that over at MikeDell.com or mike dell's world podcast and one of the episodes i got into a uh, wikipedia rabbit hole and a rat hole or whatever you want to call it and found out everything there was to know about Big Boy, Big Boy Restaurants. Uh, They're kind of popular here in the Midwest, uh, mostly Ohio and Michigan, but, uh, you know, Indiana. You know, they were nationwide, or they kind of are still nationwide, but really popular in Ohio and Michigan. And since I live in Michigan and work for a company based in Ohio... Uh, I tend to run across a lot of them. So I got in this rant. So I thought, oh, that'd be a great episode for uh, National Podcast Posting Month. So I did an episode about Big Boy. And I enjoyed researching that so much and enjoyed just the process of learning something about something that didn't have anything to do with technology. And, you know, fast food generally isn't super technological, except for now either. You know, with the kiosks and stuff going into some of the fast food joints instead of people. That's a whole nother thing. But anyway, I did that one episode, and I put that out. And I was sitting here thinking I'm at work. Sitting here thinking, you know, I haven't done a podcast about something non-technical in a long time. Other than, like I said, Mike Dell's world's kind of that way. I think I really want to do this. So I got on GoDaddy and thought, okay, well, all right, hey, that domain name's not taken, so fastfoodhistory.org. I don't know why I didn't look for the .dot .com, but I did the .org. And then I uh, spun up a WordPress site and recorded a little promo episode, you know, my episode zero, which... We'll talk about at some point. But uh, I you know, recorded my, there's my butt uh, again. See, I'm noticing it. Point it out to me if I don't notice it. Uh, got to break myself for that. So anyway, I had the idea about 8.30 in the morning. Noontime, I recorded my little intro episode and spun up a WordPress site. Sort of designed it a little bit. Uh, worked on a logo, all that stuff. Got everything set up ready to go, and at 5 o'clock, I submitted it to Apple and Google and TuneIn and Stitcher, you know, with that one episode in it. And by 6.30, I had approval at Apple. Uh, By the next morning, I had approval at Google Play. I had approval at TuneIn and Stitcher. So all of those places, it was completely from idea to first episode into the can and out, you know, to the world was less than 24 hours. So that was just crazy, uh, crazy fast. And then I sat down and planned out what my episodes are going to be. And if I bring that up over on my spreadsheet here, I use Google Sheets, so it might take me a second to bring that up, but I have all the episodes planned out uh, what the topic is, what the air date's going to be, you know, when I'm going to record. Uh, let's see, started on 11-3-2017 with episode 0, and I have got it planned out to uh, uh, 3-8-2019 when episode 69 will come out, <laughs> and I've got the topics, You know, the topics may be fluid, but got the topics all laid out, so and, and on a spreadsheet. Because so, I am terrible at keeping a schedule, as you guys know. So part of that is I want to be accountable, so I have this spreadsheet, and I will put out an episode on those dates. And I don't necessarily recommend that to everybody. Uh, the reason being is if you give yourself a hard deadline, you might put out a crappy episode. I've seen it happen so many times. I've done it myself where I've put out a crappy episode because I've got to have it out on this day, blah, blah, blah. Well, nice thing about this fast food history show in particular is it's a solo show, so I don't have to schedule any time with anybody to do an interview or whatever, although I may have some interviews on that uh, coming up later in the year or later early next year. But the nice thing about it is I don't have to schedule time with people. So I can actually record those ahead of time. And it's going to be evergreen content. At least that's my theory. You know, somebody that's interested in the history of White Castle can come back to my episode from last Friday and, you know, five years from now. Who knows? So hopefully that'll stay kind of evergreen. But I can record ahead. So right now I have... I have like 3 episodes in the can for later. Uh the hamburger episode I'm actually working on this weekend, so uh, hopefully I'll have that done. So like I said, I'm not taking my own advice, but I am, you know, throwing myself out of my comfort zone a little bit. But, you know, back to the basic recording of episodes. Uh same thing, you know, with the, with that one. I'm doing a little more scripted and it's a little more produced and I do go in and edit. So that's another thing I'm not taking my own advice on. I'm actually doing some heavy editing, trying to make it, you know, as good as possible and all that. I'll probably back off on that a little bit as I get used to the format of the show and all that. But the the basic recording is done. You know, specifically, I, I wait till my wife's at work and I wait till the dogs are calmed down, and you know I can actually sit down and record. And that's I, the big key right there: is you get your technology, get used to your technology, and once you get used to it, and it's all sounding good, don't change it up too much. You know, as uh, I keep going back to Dave there, but you know the, the guy's full of some uh, good advice. You know, a brand new microphone isn't going to get you more listeners. You know, if you've got decent audio, check it off your list. You know, you don't need to spend, you know, $300 more for a fancier microphone unless you're a gearhead. As we said last time, it's just, you know, get your technology, get it sounding the way you want it sounding or close. Uh, make sure it's not painful to listen to. And then check it off your list. Don't worry about the technology. Worry about the production, you know, the the uh, promotion, the, you know, all of that stuff. The actual recording of the episode, just like I said, do it in a quiet, at a quiet time, in a quiet place. And then if you feel like editing, go ahead and edit. Uh, You know, I do suggest you do some editing and make sure you level it. So I uh, recommend Auphonic or, at very least, Levelator. And make sure that, you know, your volume levels are You know, closely matching the podcast that you just listened to. This is, you know, it's how I used to do it before uh, Levelator, or not Levelator, before Allophonic, is I would listen to somebody else's podcast, you know, in my earbuds, and then I would listen to mine and make sure that the volume levels were roughly the same. You know, because there's nothing worse than you got a playlist of podcasts going, and, you know, one, you got to crank up the volume, and the next one, you got to turn it way down. Or even within the same episode, you know, one of my shows there at Mike Dell's World, I tend to play music once in a while. You know, I get some permission from local artists or whatever, but, you know, I do play legal music, so don't don't go out and, you know, play ACDC on your podcast. It ain't going to work. But if you play music, make sure the music and the uh, voice are roughly the same volume because you don't want people to have to jump for the volume knob. And as far as, you know, the technical side of recording, it's it's all it's what you got, you know, what, what all you, you're getting used to. So just get used to your tech. Get in a quiet place, quiet time. So now I'm being redundant and taking my advice here. When you're done with X number of minutes of content, that's the number of minutes your podcast episode should be. So, uh, and I did that. So, uh, okay, there's another one of my ticks. <laughs> but when you're when you're done, you're done. So I'm I'm done with this. You know, I know I could have got into a lot more detail and all that. There's other people that do that. I'm just kind of giving you the brief overview off the top of my head. And I do want to tell you a little bit about what's going on at Blueberry. We got some really cool stuff coming up next week, uh, so watch for that. But the month of December, we're giving away stuff. Got uh, an ATR 2100 USB microphone up uh, here recently. So go to the uh, Blueberry Podcasting page on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash blueberry, B L U B R R Y, and reshare or retweet if you're on Twitter and use the hashtag build your blueberry. It's build your blueberry. Remember, blueberry, B L U B R R Y and that'll get you a chance to win some cool stuff. So for the next uh, 30 days, or, well, the month of December anyway, we'll be giving away some cool stuff over there. So go check that out. Of course, the show is brought to you by Blueberry Podcasting, and if you'd like a free month of anything we do over there, website, stats, uh, media hosting, whatever, Whatever you can pay for over there. You can get a month of it for free by using the promo code HELP DESK. That's at the checkout. At the bottom, put in HELP DESK, all one word. Hit apply promotion, and you'll get that service for a free month. I was going to say for three months, but no, no, not that. (laughs) It's one month. One month free by using the promo code HELP DESK. And next time, what are we talking about? Uh, We're going to be talking about the myths of launching a podcast. There's a lot of those out there. A lot of the uh, so-called podcast gurus, mostly in the uh, business and entrepreneurship genre, tend to have a lot of launch strategies. (laughs) I don't even like that term. So we're going to talk about what's true and what's not true and some of the advice out there. So stay tuned for that. Uh, Episode 104 at podcasthelpdesk.com. Anyway, you guys catch me uh, next time. Uh, No guarantees, but I'm going to try to get these out in a little bit faster time frame, but no guarantees. Like I said, tired of uh, saying sorry and, oh, well, I'm blah, blah, blah. Don't do that. Don't do that. I do it all the time, but don't do that. (laughs) Like I said, again, I'm not taking my own advice. By the way, after uh, uh, I said the word strategy uh, in that last little bit there, I had a coughing fit. And I edited it out, and you didn't even notice, but I edited it on the fly. I can put too many syllables in the word edited. (laughs) Anyway, have a great week, and I will catch you next time.